Episode three of the Grand Old Country Podcast. Uh, I'm Cole with Ben as always. Uh, so this week, uh, just a little bit of an overview. We're gonna talk about uh, some news from the last two weeks. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to do a podcast last week due to uh, uh, being out of town and moving into yeah. new apartments. I was moving into an apartment. Cole was on vacation. Yeah, I needed some time away. But so this week, uh, we'll talk about news we missed over the last two weeks. Uh, and then we'll probably get into uh, Country Squire, the Tyler Childers album, and talk about some of the songs that we love off there and some of the things we picked up from some of their uh, his new songs. Yeah, be ready. It's probably going to be a long podcast, but it'll be an interesting one, that's for sure. Yeah, buckle up. Yeah. Uh, so to start off, uh, I think one of my favorite things was, I think like right after our last podcast, uh, a few days later, we saw that Riley Green announced he's going to re- release I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. Yeah, the night before, he was, like, teasing stuff on Twitter. And so people people were pretty sure he's going to release it. And then he he came out the next day and for sure said, yes, I'm releasing Grandpa. I Wish Grandpa's Never Died on Friday. So I was real excited for that one to drop. And it, it, it's a heck of a song. Yeah. Um, I love it. It sounds exactly the same way uh, he does when he uh, performs live. Yeah. Uh, like... I just got so used to listening to the live version off YouTube mm-hmm. that whenever I hear uh, "I wish every state had a Birmingham," all I hear is "Hell yeah!" Oh yeah, yeah! From the one of the big videos that he had uh, had been posted of him singing that song. Well, um, I'm glad he kept it the same. Like I love "Beer Never Broke My Heart" by Luke Combs, but I, I wish he would have kept it kind of more acoustically, like he did on that live version. Mm-hmm. And I'm Riley Green. He he kept it the way we we all wanted it, and it, it was a home run, I think. Yeah, I think so many fans, you know, all I've seen is good like good words about it. Nothing bad has been said. Everyone loves it. We love Riley Green. And then even better, he announced he's going to have his uh, debut album. Yes, yes, that'll be exciting. Uh, I can't remember the exact name of it off the top of my head, um, but... One song I want to see on there is If It Wasn't For Trucks. Yes, that that is a good one. Or I know he re- released another, um, or someone filmed him performing a song called, uh, uh, shoot, I can't think of, what was the name? Uh, they Don't Make Them Like That Anymore, or something like that. He, mm-hmm. he put it on, uh, he put it on Twitter and that got a lot of, I got a, a lot of, attention from fans and stuff like that yeah so his album is going to be called different round here uh comes out september 20th and yeah like we said debut album and i just i can't wait to see what comes from him uh he is definitely i feel like he's gaining a lot of ground and a lot of attention which he deserves every ounce of it he's uh he, we just we love listening to him, and I was so happy and excited to see that he's finally going to release that album. Um, do you yeah, have anything they, else to say? Well, I just I I thought it was kind of crazy when I saw that that he was releasing a new album because I, he's had so many EPs, and I guess I never really realized it that uh, none of them had been an album yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, a lot of like uh, Outlaws Like Us. I, I don't know that but like that was a big song off there. Georgia Time, stuff like that. I yeah. just kind of assumed that those were. Those were full albums. I guess I didn't really look at it, but 
I think I think this is the right time for him to be dropping an album. He's getting bigger, getting played on the radio more, so it'll it'll be a uh, it'll be real exciting for him. I know a lot of the songs off the album are already released, so that's that's kind of a bummer. But I I still think those songs will that are I feel already like he's re- going to continue the momentum and release some of the other new. And I think a lot of them are going to be radio singles, and that's why he's he's keeping them on their album, so he'll get more songs getting played on the radio. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you mentioned. Uh, having an EP and then releasing a new album, uh, Luke Combs. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just released an EP. Uh, yeah. Released uh, another new single a couple weeks ago, the was, Let's Just Be Friends. Yeah, it was like for the Angry Birds for, yeah, movie. Yeah, Angry Birds 2. Uh, I had no idea he was releasing that at all. Well, I, I didn't think he was... I didn't know about him releasing the song, but when he... I, I figured something was coming because his EP was called The Prequel, so I figured there's there's got to be something coming soon. He just has so many songs up yeah. his sleeve, and he's just been cranking them out. So I'm excited to hear what what comes out. Yeah, and did you know he was uh, teasing it in his uh, videos about the behind the scenes of "Beer Never Broke My Heart" video? He was oh. teasing that he was going to release the album. Oh, I Each, did not. Like, so the video started off counting down five, four, three, two, one, mm-hmm. and then it flashed eleven eight, which is when he's going to release his album November eighth. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Okay. And apparently, it was only like he said only one person had found it out. Oh wow, yeah. that's crazy! And uh, so yeah, we're I'm super excited for that. He is, he's, he's just like he's just like Riley Green, one of those guys that's still that's getting played on the radio, but is still making us country music fans proud. So. Yeah, he's on a roll right now, and I hope he continues with it. Yeah, he. Um, what were you gonna say? Well, I just think he he he's how many number ones does he have? I mean, if he just keeps doing what he's doing, he's he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Well. I guess since we're talking about it, uh, I just came across this the other day. Uh, I guess it was yesterday. Um, so Luke Combs just passed Randy Travis for the uh, longest running number one country music album released by a solo male country artist. Uh, so Randy Travis had had the record uh, with Always and Forever. He had that at uh, 43 weeks and luke combs just passed that with 44 and he's on track to maybe even pass up uh i believe it's shania twain who holds the record for the longest one with uh come on over her album from 1997 well and those are those are some big country artists yeah he's he's going after right now Mm -hmm. Dethroning Randy Travis's record, I and mean, Randy Travis is a heck of a country. Yeah, singer. he wasn't even mad about it either. Like, no, he's Randy, like super excited about that. I, yeah, I love Randy Travis. He's he's all about those up and coming guys. I, like he's been at a couple Cody Jinx shows and stuff like that. So he's he's a real good guy, I think. Yeah. But that's that's a great record for Luke Combs. I'm I'm not surprised that that album really took off. I think there's like four or five number ones off that off that single album. The this the, one this one's this for, you. for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, he. Well, when he released, like, the deluxe version, mm-hmm. um, well, Beautiful Crazy, that's on the deluxe version. It wasn't even released as a single, but it was still reached the number one, I believe. Yeah, and I think he's got a couple others that maybe didn't reach the, uh, if I remember right, it didn't reach number one, but it was, like, a top 20, top 10 song. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it's got, she's got the best of me. Um, Honky Tonk Highway, he opens that with his with, with uh, all of his tours, or all the shows in his tour, and... Like that, that album, top to bottom, is just good. Even songs that aren't that popular, like uh, "Don't Tempt Me with a Good Time" or uh, uh, Me- "What Memories Are Made Of." Just, just listen to that song all the way through, and you you will not press skip at all. Yeah, 
Um, so next on our list, a uh, couple new singles released by Brantley Gilbert with Bad Boy, and then Kit Moore is uh, his song She's Mine. Uh, if you haven't listened to them, uh, give them a listen and uh, tell us what you think of them. Yeah. I know neither of us have really had a chance to... We've listened to it a little bit, but not enough to really give have our an opinion. opinion. Yeah. yeah. But uh, everything Kit Moore makes, I'm, I'm a big fan of. My favorite, uh, my favorite song by Kit Moore is Guitar Man. It's kind of a slower, longer, like ballad type of song, but check that one out. That's not a very popular song, but I, I'm, I've been listening to that one a lot lately. Yeah, so the next thing I want to talk about... Uh, Whiskey Myers released another song for their upcoming album, is, Whiskey Myers. Is that fourth? Is that their That's fourth? That's the fourth one. Okay. And this one, like we were talking about earlier, is probably the most country one yet they've released. Yes, but I mean, their other songs by no means are bad. They're, no, all, they're no. all great songs. They're just more of their rock side. And Which, this is, we're kind of seeing more of their country side on yeah. this, uh, mm-hmm. with the Bury My Bones. Uh, so, a little background with the song. Um... Whiskey Myers, uh, their guitar player, John Jeffers, he wrote the song with Tennessee Jet, another one of Ben and mine's favorites. And so they, John Jeffers had kind of come up with the idea when they were on tour in Europe. And he was kind of telling, uh, talking about how they were just going at it left and right, like concert after concert. He's like, you know, if, if we keep going at this rate, like, He's like, we're gonna we're gonna die doing this, <laughs> um, and like he was kind of just joking around with it, but it kind of got him into like you know if I die you know doing this you know take me back home and uh, he wants his uh, he wants his kind of pick up a shovel and bury his bones in the sugar sand, and he says he's just writing about what he knew, and I think I love the like love the lyrics behind it. The, the storyline kind of reminds me of a. Johnny Boy's Bones by Coulter Wall. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, a, that's, that's a good song. one too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that a good inspiration. Kind of, I mean, just really, I feel like a different way to. Like, he was just joking around, but kind of wrote a sad song like that. It was it was kind of unique and really cool. And I'm glad he he got to do it with a uh, Tennessee Jet, one of our one of our favorites. Yeah, it is. It, it was all like about real feelings too. Like with uh, he's like you know. You always want to say, tell you like your mom not to cry. It was like I think he says he's like he was doing what he was lo- like he loved to do, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe it was tell my sister not to cry. I can't remember, but I give it a listen for sure. Um, like we said, it's probably one of their more country based or country sounding ones yeah. that they've released so far. And well, de- definitely, release, the, definitely they released so far. To yeah. release four of 14 songs as singles, like, I cannot wait to see what comes with yeah, this album. They've been charting, like, on, on like, the, the rock, uh, the rock charts, like, on Apple Music and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so. Yeah, they've been climbing I mean, up getting, there. They've been getting some love over there. It's time for them to get some love from, from the country side of things, so. Yeah. Because they, they definitely are, they're, they're country, but they're, they're some hard country. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Next thing I want to mention, Cody Jinx and his new album. coming. It's supposed to come out October 4th. It's called After the Fire. Uh, he mentioned in an Instagram post, like, he's not going to, you know, say anything about it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like he's not releasing any music. Yeah, he's keeping us way. waiting. So yeah. hopefully we hear some stuff at the state fair at least. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, so hopefully uh, we hear that. Yeah, but no, so he's not, like... The way it sounds is he's not going to release any singles for it. 
Uh, not going to really tell us what's going to be on there. I'm not even sure if it's actually going to come out October 4th. <laughs> I, I bet it will. But it, it's so weird that he was... Last album, he was with Rounder Records for Lifers. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, he's, he's, with, a, he's with a label. Things are going to be good. He's going to be getting more more like radio play because they, they have this label pushing his music. But, I mean, I, I love the independent artist, and I'm glad he's going back to that. Yeah. But it just makes me wonder, like, yeah, what so, happened with Rounder Records if... if they're still with him or what? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So this album, After the Fire, it there's no label for it as of right now, or I guess at all. Because he said independent. Yeah, 100% independent or 100% indie, as he put it. Uh, but I want to talk about the picture he posts with it. With the is it wolf eyes? It looked. I thought it was a wolf. It um. Uh, Said new Cody Jinx October 29th, and it it looked October like October 29th or not 29th 2019. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and it, yeah, it looks like wolf eyes. It was it's an all white background, and you could just like make out these wolf eyes in between. I, that looks awesome, though. I I wonder if that has to do with I assume the album cover, but it doesn't really make sense for after the fire. I don't right. I don't know. I I I expect to see some flames or something on there. Yeah. But so I mean. It'd be great to hear something about that so we can talk about it, but as of right now, it looks like he's yeah. not going to... The most news we got is we tweeted about he, re- he released some new shirts that said After the Fire in his, yeah. in his store. That's all we know right now, so... A little disappointed. It was right after I bought one of his other shirts for the <laughs> concert, and I'm like, yeah. I could have bought an After the Fire one, but no. But yeah, we're, we're anxious to see what, what's going to happen October 4th, if we're just going to get the whole album then, or maybe he'll drop one a week before. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't seem like it though. All right, uh, I think you wanted to talk about Willie Nelson. Yes, the great Willie Nelson. So I went to go see him down in Lincoln uh, on August third. Had a great time. I mean, the man's eighty six years old, still still touring. That's how long he performed for? Uh I think it was almost two hours. Uh, he, really? He stood. He stood the whole time. He wow. did not sit. I mean, I, mean, I can't even stand that long. <laughs> but I mean, he. He put on a good show, I and mean, he sounds like how you would expect an 86-year-old man to, but I mean, just to see someone that famous and that like big of a legend in country music, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. I'm a big, big Willie fan. I love all the outlaws and the highwaymen, so I see him, and I, I was all pumped after that concert. A few days later, I wake up and see on Twitter that he tweeted out that he was canceling the rest of his tour due to breathing problems, and that got me really worried. I was worried about Willie since he's getting up there in age, but... I'm my Willie alone. <laughs> and I, uh, I, was glad to, I was glad to see that he released, I think he tweeted out maybe three days later. He's like, I, I'm feeling better. I'm, I'm resuming my tour back, back in September. So he just had a little bump in the road. I, I know he's had a few in the past couple of years. So he's getting better. He's going to get back out there, which is great to see. You don't want anything to happen to those legends like that. Uh, back to his concert, uh, what were some of the songs he performed oh, it was awesome he did he did like a chorus on the road again whiskey he opened with with whiskey river you were always on my mind and then he did he was playing some he played a little bit of merle he played a good-hearted woman for waylon he played a little he played a, i saw the light he did a hank senior's version it was it was really cool to see those covers and i mean like probably three-fourths into the concert me and my girlfriend we walked down there and got closer and just being that close to to a guy like that, it was just a really cool experience. I'm I'm glad to see him see his uh, guitar trigger that he, he's had it since 
since he started making music, he has had to send it in a couple times for them to save it and stuff. It has holes all over it and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a legendary guitar, so it it was just really cool. Just all that history and stuff, and all the people he knew. He knew Johnny Cash. Uh, he knew Merle. He knew Waylon. It was just crazy. So I'm I'm glad I I got to see that. Yeah. So okay. So you just mentioned Waylon and Johnny. Uh, when I was on, so I went on vacation to Branson, Missouri. There's this place called Dogwood Canyon. Uh, it's owned by Jimmy Morris or Johnny Morris. Johnny, yeah. Johnny Morris. So he's the owner of Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. So they have this one spot at Dogwood Canyon. It's called the Glory Hole, and he's only let very few people fish there. And he said they said Johnny and Waylon are some of the few. Well, Waylon Waylon loved to play down in uh, Branson. He played yeah. there all the time. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big country music town. I don't think people. People think of that as being a country music town all the time. Well, it's got the Dolly Parton Stampede and uh, yeah, and there's I, uh, some other well, like an Alan Jackson. Oh, uh, really? Thing down there, yeah. There's all those country music acts though. Like when you mm-hmm. when you drive up, I, I just think it sometimes gets overlooked. It's a really cool town, especially for country music fans. Yeah, but I just thought that was awesome that Waylon and Johnny are some of the few that he's actually let fish there. I mean, you couldn't could you pass that up though? Having Merle and Johnny Cash want to fish your area, Waylon. Or who did I say? Waylon. Oh, you, I say you Merle. Said Merle. Okay, I yeah. wish Merle could have fished there too, but no, it was Waylon. That'd be that'd be so cool. Yeah, but he's got like a picture of Waylon even like casting his rod in. And oh, that's too. awesome! It was, it was so cool. Um, okay, so I think now for kind of our bigger part, uh, we want to talk about Country Squire Tyler Childers' album. Uh, what were your thoughts on the album? I'll, I'll be honest. I was a little a little disappointed with it at first. I. I couldn't get into it. I was expecting like keyword is at first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've listened to it a lot more, and I'm I'm liking it more and more every time I listen to it. Uh, just I don't know why the cover got me thinking. I thought there was gonna be a lot of songs like White House Road and stuff like that, a little up like more upbeat songs. Mm-hmm. But there, all of them are, are pretty slow and mellow songs. Yeah, so House, House Fire is about the only Quaker Squire is a little a yeah. little upbeat, and the rest of them are all pretty slow. But I mean, the, it's just a, an album you. Like you just need to listen to a lot, I think, to appreciate it and really just sit there and relax and really follow the story he's telling in each song. And I've been doing that, and I'm I'm appreciating it more and more each each time I I put it on. Yeah. So the one song I want to start with, and I was just listening to it this at least twice in the car ride over here. Uh, it's "Peace of Mind." Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool song. Um, I was like kind of talking about how. Uh, people are always just trying to work to reach, like, a state where they're just at a peace of mind. And then, like, uh, in the middle of it, or I think it's towards the end, uh, it's how, like, the bills keep uh, building up from the bank. And uh, there's always, like, all these things we always want to do and tend to, but life kind of just gets in the way. And he was, like, something about his daughter was with this one guy. And he, like, didn't want any that guy to have anything to do with his daughter but he was so busy with other stuff like he couldn't do anything about yeah, it yeah yeah and it was like he's always like talking about like how he just kind of like wants that peace of mind and uh another part i got about from it was like it was talking about like i like a lady and uh how in like the morning she's uh watching the egos burn yeah. and uh she's just thinking back to you know the guys whose heart she broke and he's he's on school. the opry yeah. yeah um I just what I got out of that was like everyone's always thinking about like things of like what could have been mm-hmm. you know like what would happen if I did this and what would have happened if I did that and I don't know like 
I it was a song you could easily relate to. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of people relate yeah. to that song. Everyone's always just like working, working, working for that peace of mind, and it always seems like it. You never really get there, and it's something that everyone kind of goes through. Yeah, I think it's a very relatable song, and I think that's that's, that's going to be a really popular one off off this record. I think another one is is if you listen to Bus Route, most, I like that one. I like that one too. I, I love, love that one. What does he say at the end? Like he's talking about how he's kind of been been going over to this girl's house when he's not supposed to, and he's saying, uh, "What does he say?" He says something about if your dad finds out, he'd kill him and basically feed him to the hogs. And he says the hogs don't let anything go to waste. Yeah, I just thought that was a a really cool line. I uh, just really unique. Like only Tyler Childers would pull that type of line out. I just like the way it starts. Uh, how he's like talking about like the prettiest little girl in school, and uh, he tried to kiss her on in the aisle of the bus, and then she like walked right over him. Yeah, didn't even say and, goodbye. Yeah, and he's just face down in the gum. And I was just thinking like that is literally every single bus right there. <laughs> he says, and then at the end, yeah, he says hogs will eat about anything you give them, and they don't let nothing go to waste. Like, I mean that that is just like. A really, that really paints a picture in your mind. Really, just unique. I, that when I first listened to that song, that line stuck out to me right away. But uh, another one on there for me, popular one. My favorite one off the record is definitely uh, "All Yorn." Yeah, which when I say "All Yorn," and then probably "Peace of Mind" right now is probably my second off there. I'd agree. Probably I, "House Fire." I like "Country Squire" a lot. Yeah, it, that's a good one. It, it's a I'll be honest. I thought I did not know country. I'm not a car guy, so I didn't know Country Squire was the type of car. So when he, when I clicked on the song, I was expecting it to be like him talking about being country royalty or something like that, like country music royalty. But uh, it was it was a different song, and I I love the chorus. It, it's a really unique sounding chorus, and I just uh, I'm really pleased with it overall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love the where he, the end of it like I'm just trying to fix her up a castle it's called the country squire mm-hmm. I the sound of that and like the melody right there is probably my favorite part of that song it's just it's it's like very easy going and just relaxing or I think a lot of a lot of country singers can relate to the the beginning of the chorus when he says spending my nights in a bar room um oh turning them songs into two by fours like writing these songs trying to get this house built like paying the bills and doing what he can to fix things up with with these with the money he's earning from playing so i think i think a lot of musicians can relate to that a little bit yeah um i don't know you want to talk about uh matthew the another one of his songs off there uh i like the way it starts uh just how it's like work the works the night shift at the depot with a pistol and a light talking Mm -hmm. about like a night guard and all that yeah and uh, just guarding like the rusted missiles and uh, counting whitetail to pass the time. Um, I don't know. I I thought this one was an interesting song, and it's kind of just going through like kind of like this guy's life and um, like what he goes through at work and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and it says like now now his daddy he's a lockman with a good leg and a fake. Uh, that he got off a buddy in a shit shit shot that he made, and he worked them hands to splinters, and he raised the them youngins right. Oh, it's just think 
It's it's things everyone goes through. I feel like he 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 can just. I think he takes very simple stories and he and he he'll write a song about it. So they're really really relatable for people, but yet it's it's a really cool um, like unique type of song. It's just is different. I don't I don't know what he does, but it's different than any other kind of country music out there right now. I agree. Okay, so I'm gonna take a second here. Or I'd say not I not agree. Um. So, this was on Whiskey Rip the other day. Uh, Tyler Childers on country music. The problem with country is that we've turned the props into the play. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about, um, you know, like, how the stuff that we used to call good country is now getting called Americana. Uh, we've not fixed the problem of bad country. And he says, uh, let's not just solo cup and pick up trucks it to death. Uh, let's handle this in a smart way. Nobody is thinking about lyrical content and how we're moving people or what's going on in the background of their minds. And like I right there when he says like stop trucking it to death like well yeah and like Luke Bryan coming out with knocking boots like oh, get out of here man get out of here hate that song. It's like it's like um just the way he says knocking boots irritates the crap out of me. Well, I just think about it's going to sound cheesy but uh from a, the movie A Star Is Born when Bradley Cooper keeps saying, like, is this really what you want to say? You have the spotlight and the microphone and say something that actually means something. Yeah, that's something re- meaningful. Say something real. Don't say knocking boots. I mean, I'm all for every once in a while some, like, joking country song like Chattahoochee or something like that. But, geez, it seems like Luke Bryan, it, most of his songs, it, it seems like they're just cheesy and there's a formula to it. It's very commercial-like. And Tyler Childers, he... It's, he's, there's just something different about him. I'll tell you what. I feel like the mainstream country, they all like feel like there's like this formula where you have to mention like a truck or a tractor and well, some and, girl in uh, short shorts and tan legs. Well, and you can feel you can feel the chorus just coming. Like in this in this like Tyler Childers type of music, most of the time there's not really a chorus. Yeah, in a lot of a lot it's of the just song. the music just flows the whole way through. Yeah. Well, then what, Tyler Tyler Childers got a. Got a huge shout out from a real famous guy, Joe Rogan, the other day. I did see that. Yeah, he, he was uh, listening to Feathered Indians. Posted about it. He said he's been listening to him a ton. And I know, um, I know Joe Rogan likes to listen to. He listens to a little Shooter Jennings. He's had Shooter Jennings on his podcast. He's had Sturgill Simpson on. He's had Chris Stapleton on. So I mean, Joe knows his country music. So I was real happy to see that he finally got into Tyler Childers and showed him some love. And that that'll definitely get get Tyler Childers a couple more fans at least and not not to say that he doesn't have a lot because he does he's got a big following yeah um so yeah i just had to mention that because when i saw like the let's stop trucking it to death i'm like there's so many songs now like it's okay to mention chuck totally okay but like every single luke bryan song Every single Florida Georgia Line song, you got to mention like some truck or tractor oh, well, then, and some pretty girl. Dude, Florida Georgia Line's newest album wasn't like called "Can't Say I Ain't Country." Dude, so yes, I don't even. Yes, I can. Even. When you come out dressed like that, yes, I can. Oh. my god, they look. Mm, they look. They look like they just came out of Urban Outfitters and just went on a <laughs> shopping spree. My god, dude, oh. it, it's hard to. And then. They were on the. I, I said I wasn't gonna get into it, but we're talking about CMA Fest. We're, we got to okay, talk about so, it. So. They came on, and the one of them I don't even I don't even know their names. I don't care to know their names. Oh, it's like one of them's Tyler Hubbard, and I don't know the other one, and I don't know which one's Tyler Hubbard. Um, 
so it was like one of the tall, the taller one came out. You know, he had on this sleeveless uh, jean jacket and uh, like these jeans, and they're like the whitewash ones. And like it was like he kind of looked country. All of a sudden, you see Vans on his feet. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, last like time- if you're gonna wear that. Finish it off with some uh, boots, like yeah. Well, he probably he probably, he probably wants to wear his skinny. Pair. Probably wants to wear his skinny jeans. And they were skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have any boot cut jeans. But uh, all what? the chains hanging off the pants, Dude. and then like the they were like the uh, shirts tied around their waist, and they're hanging down, and the jackets and, and everything. I'm, I don't think I don't think the way you look makes you country, but. The way they dress, just it, it, that's it's like no one, no one dresses what? like that, dude. No one does. No one in their right mind dresses like that. And the last time I saw them perform was at on the, one of the uh, country music award shows. And after they finished, they said, "This performance was brought to you by Old Camp Whiskey, the official whiskey of country music, and that's their own brand of whiskey." They're like, mm. it's just it's just cringy stuff they do like that. Yeah. yeah. So. I love Luke Combs came out, and you know what he was wearing? Just a black button-down PFG shirt, the performance fishing gear from Columbia. Mm. I'm like, it's as simple as that. You don't have to wear this flashy crap. And everyone knows him for that look. And yeah. everyone knows he got the he's got the cup in his hand, and he just he just yeah. sings and heck of a and he he's he's been famous for like probably a year and a half, maybe two years now, and he's had a Heck of a better career than Florida George Line, whose biggest song is Cruise from like 2010. And they're still making remixes of that song. I was looking through Spotify at the recent releases, and they have a thing on there, uh, one of their other songs, and Cruise remixes. I'm like, how many times do you have to remix your one like decent song? I well, don't even know if I'd say it was decent. They're just, ta- they're just taking a, a page out of Lil Nas X right now. Oh my. <laughs> Don't even get me started. That was like the headline of freaking CMA Fest. A guy who's had one song, and that was like everyone was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Lil Nas X is gonna be on there." Which I get it; it's funny and stuff, but that that thing should have died a long time ago, a but long no. time ago. When Florida Georgia Line came out. Uh, it's a bunch of just twelve-year-old little girls like up front, just like screaming. It was, it was ridiculous. I, nothing about their performance, their song. Reminded me of anything else country, and I just disappointed to like see that that's what people view as country now. Well, I I've said it. I don't know if I've said it on here, but I've I've told my friends what is on the radio today. I I don't call it country. I say most of it, like Riley Green, Luke Combs, like those guys. You know, there's a few on there. Yeah, Eric you know, Church, Chris Stapleton. We we've talked about that a lot, but like you know who I'm referring to, and I always tell people that is Southern pop. It's pop music that they're singing with a southern accent. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And it's it's just watered down. And like we said the past the last podcast, the music the radio station's ratings are going down. Okay, so I was listening to uh I was flipping through stations this morning on my way to the gym. And I came across ninety four one, it's Omaha's pop station. Um, and they're doing their top forty countdown or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I believe it's Kane Brown has a song with Marshmallow. Yeah, whoever that is, it's like an EDM artist. Um, so she's like, I never thought I'd like a country artist, but here's <laughs> Kane Brown and Marshmallow. I'm like, it's not country. Like, no. what are you doing? Like, if you can play it on a pop station, it's not country. Well, I I don't agree with that 100. percent I I think you I think you can cross over like 
The, oh, I defend that because they when Hank Senior came up and he was big, they were saying that Hank Senior of all people they were he was charting on the pop he was charting on the pop uh, okay, stations yeah. and they were saying that that he wasn't that he wasn't country enough. They said that about Garth Brooks. They said that about Randy Travis. But I, I mean, there are artists that can't believe what is being put on the radio today, and I think it's much different than than back in the day when Garth or Randy Travis or Hank even even that. Uh, like it's just it just sounds different than what was being made back then. At least there was still some steel guitar, some fiddle. It's just yeah, it's like so many songs nowadays. Like you don't hear the real instruments in there anymore. No, it's it's that snap track. Yeah, but well, and not only that, it's like it's not even like a real uh, drum in the back. It's like it's electronic drums mm-hmm. and. You're missing like the real touch to the songs, and it like, brings like life, life the real to... emotion put into it. Yeah, because like an electronic jump, you can't have that like solo in there where the drummer just kind of you know does his thing back there mm-hmm. and does what he feels. And well, and then I uh, keep going on this. Uh, finally, I was listening to a local country station because I, I was going on like a two minute drive. I didn't want to connect my Bluetooth, so. I, I just threw on a country station, and thank God, I wish Grandpa's Never Died was on there, and I love that it was being played, because I love the line, I wish country music still got played on country radio. It was like a nice little middle finger to to, to, to country, like, radio radio country, because... Not I mean, just, like... They're screwing over a lot of guys that are out there grinding and stuff like that, and just... The ones that actually care. Yeah, like, we got Ward, Ward Davis, I think... He has like 300 shows, or maybe it's like 250 shows a year, and that dude is grinding and doesn't get a, any radio play. Yeah. And he's such a talented guy, has written numerous like big hits for Cody Jinx, and like guys like that should really be be getting played on the radio. I show my mom guys like Tyler Childers or like Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson's getting played a little more, but like Tyler Childers, Cody Johnson, Cody Jinx, Ward Davis. My mom's like, why, why haven't I heard of these guys? Why aren't they on the radio? And I. I she she gets mad too. My mom's not even that big of a country fan, and it's it's irritating to a lot of people. I think one reason, and I, you probably you might disagree, and I may have mentioned this before. It's because I feel like they can't sell the look to the younger generations. Like oh, like we can sell like the pop look with a uh, Florida Georgia line and the uh, bedazzled jeans that Luke Bryan wears. Yeah, like they're. I, yeah, like with with Chris Stapleton and stuff like that. Like he he get Chris Stapleton's getting played because you cannot you cannot not play that voice on radio. Mm-hmm. So and but he yeah he doesn't have that look and that that's I, I feel like that's what hurts them. But they don't care about it. Like Cody Jenks. Well, and I feel like a lot of these a lot of these people that that listen to country they they just listen to it in the summer and they want. They want happy songs, which yeah, they're, that's fine to listen to when you're on the lake and they're stuff. The fair weather country, yeah, fans. But if anyone knows anything about country, country was built on sad, sad songs, cheating songs, prison songs. So I just that's that's what the genre was built off of. And if you if you look at these these older guys' lives, they lived a sad life. But that's what they that's what they wrote their music. That's how they got their music. You look at Hank Williams. He he had an awful life. Johnny Cash had a rough rough life. Keith Whitley had a rough life. That's where these guys get their inspiration. They don't just get a song thrown at them and then they just get a snap track in the back and sing that. That that's what we're getting today. So 
you know, so we were supposed to be talking about Tyler Childers' Country Squire album. Yeah, we realize I, that. <laughs> we both kind of went off on tangents there. Um, I can't even honestly remember what songs we've talked about now. Um, shoot, I don't know either. <laughs> I just, we just need to get that out there. I feel like we hit on that every, every so, podcast, but it's just... Okay, this is a little bit of an interesting one. Ever Love in Hand. Yeah, that is a that is a very different song. So um, that I I can almost tell you that will not be getting any radio play. Yeah, if you don't know what we're probably. talking about, just just go listen to the song, okay? But it is it is kind of it doesn't he doesn't cuss in it, but it's kind of explicit and yeah, a weird so, song. Uh, he said it's more. He also said it was it's about a love song. It's a love song about commitment. Uh, is what he was saying on Twitter, and uh, he's just trying to write about the human experience, he said with that song. Yeah, Tyler Childers, he doesn't care what most people think. He's just he's just writing he does, what he wants yeah. to. It's very Tyler Childers, not really caring, just... <laughs> it's, uh, I just want to say, it's, a, it's an interesting song, none the least. I love the way it starts, though. That uh, intro with the... Uh, just the different instruments in there. It's It's a cool intro, and... It's, it's check, an interesting song. Check it out, but don't be mad at us if you get if you get offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Creaker, what did you what did you think of that song? Um How do you you talk first? Let me I let me pull up the lyrics here again. Well, I don't know. I think it's just it, that's kind of a typical it starts off kind of like a typical country, country song, like in a small corner bar, he sits there drinking lots lots as a ball in a field of corn in a field full of corn. So it just kind of talks about a guy just drinking his drinking his life away and just a really traditional sounding song. That's kind of like how Tyler Childers is. I'm I'm really pleased with that. I've been listening to that a lot more lately and I've been been liking it. Uh one song I have have you listened to Gemini at all? I don't think I really listened to that one I haven't as either. much as I should have. Yeah. Um but no, Creaker uh I like the part about he'd rather be dead than alive one more minute in this godforsaken town um i feel like everyone kind of goes through that <laughs> from time to time just wanting to get out and, yeah. and start over mm-hmm. um yeah it's again from what i'm seeing from these lyrics like it's all real emotions that someone or anybody has at any given moment mm-hmm. like it's things real people actually experience and real emotions for real people uh and i th- he hits that with every single song of his uh but- well and then he says like some fellows do pills and things of that some fellows chase girls to hang on their arms some fellows get by on practically nothing some fellows get pissed in a small corner bar which goes back to the beginning on that guy just kind of sitting there drinking in a small corner bar so i think i think that could be be related to a lot of people just wanting to get out of their get out of their hometown and stuff like that and start over because heck i know there's a lot of people in omaha that want to want to get out of here yeah and and, it's always a thing growing up here like i just can't wait to get out of omaha and all that and it's it's a feeling everyone goes through at least one point in their life yeah and i i think that's that's a kind of a universal feeling you want to go experience something a little different so i mean just once again taking a very simple relatable story and and writing a very it's it, it's entertaining almost to, to just kind of follow follow the storyline in the of each of his songs yeah i mean 
n- none of them seem like they're they're related or anything in any way, but they're just it's just story after story that's pretty pretty good in in this album. Um, I I got it on vinyl and it is a oh, very you did get it yeah it, it is a very like you open it up like some vinyls you can open up like a book mm-hmm. and it's like very psychedelic it it's really cool looking you, you I'll show you it when you come down to Lincoln it's down in my apartment right now but it's very very cool yeah so to talk about Gemini I just pulled up the lyrics and I kind of like this part I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place uh, friend Lord won't you help me carry my load I. I feel like that's a cool little lyric in there, and oh yeah, Tyler Tyler Chillers is he's full of just really really good lyrics in almost all of his songs. There's always a couple lyrics that just stand out in my mind, and I don't know he's he just has a way of writing these songs. And I know on the back of the back of the album, I think it said that all these songs were written and produced by Tyler Childers and uh, Sturgill Simpson. So Sturgill was a big big. Uh, help on this album like he produced it and everything but still helped write it and stuff like that yeah um i don't know do you have anything else you want to talk about yeah oh we're only at we kind of sped through that yeah we we did i think we kind of started going really fast there with uh yeah and we had i thought we had a lot more to talk about i i guess not i mean we we do uh chris colston who we who we mentioned um the first podcast, I think we talked about him a little bit in the second. Uh, we saw him open up for Whiskey Myers. We've been listening to him a lot more lately. I've been following on following him on Twitter, and he says August thirteenth he will be releasing a new song uh, called Bonnie and Clyde. So keep an eye out for that one. Check it out. He's a guy from Texas that we're we're we really like and hope hope to see him perform again soon for us because that. For an opener, he was a he was a heck of a heck of an opener. I mean, especially opening up for a band like Whiskey Myers, you gotta yeah. be, you gotta be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um. And th- hey, and Chris, thank you, thank you for the retweet on that on that tweet. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, Chris. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm excited for that song, Bonnie and Clyde. That sounds it, it'll be a good one. I mean, Outlaws, man. That's what country music's yeah. built off. Of, at mm-hmm. least, like like um um. Tyler Schiller said, "Good country." Yeah. The um, quotation marks er, er, Americana. Yeah. So, but I mean, just another reminder: we got what we got. Uh, John Party's album coming out soon. Midlands will be coming out. Yeah, soon. Midlands comes out this month. <clears throat> they, uh, have we talked about? Didn't they release Cheatin' Song? Have you heard that one by them? Oh yeah, I forgot. That was like. Right after we did our last one, I, I think, think yeah, that that is a good song. Mm-hmm. I really like that song yeah. a lot. It's like I said, country music built on built on sad songs like cheating songs. Your cheating heart by Hank Hank Senior. I just think they're very classic guys, and I I I can't hate the guys. They are they are so good. I I love listening to them. I don't think I've heard a song by them that I disliked. Yeah. Um, okay. So. We'll mention some of the albums coming out here pretty soon again. So we said uh, "Let It Roll" by Midland comes out August twenty third. So that's pumped weeks, for that, yeah. right? Um, then "Room Forty One" by Paul Cawthon comes out September six. That's the same night we uh, Cody Johnson. Yeah, we see yeah. Cody Johnson. And also uh, a couple weeks, Ben and I will be at Cody Jinx's concert for the Nebraska State Fair. Uh, so if we hear any new songs. Any sort of little tiny detail 
We like, will let you know. Yeah, definitely. We will try our best to hear. We, you guys yeah. probably know it's kind of hard to hear when that when the performers talks on stage, everyone's cheering and stuff. Yeah, but so then, uh, yeah, Heartache Medication by John Party comes out September 27th, which is the same day as Whiskey Myers' album, self-titled album. I won't say their name twice. So that'll that'll be a great day for country music yeah. right there. Um, oh, and then... um. Last night I saw Billy Currington. Billy said that he'll be having. He didn't give a date, but he said his album will be out in a, in a couple months. Okay, so, that'll be fun. Yeah, so his his single he's dropped so far is "Details," but not the most country sounding song. But I, I'll be honest with you, I cannot get enough of it. It is it is a fun song. Just crank up in the car and jam mm-hmm. out too. So yeah, keep a keep an eye out on for that one, Billy. Everything he makes, I I really enjoy. He's a he's a fun performer. Yeah. So you just saw him last night. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was on a farm down in Lincoln. So I went with one of my good buddies. He listens to this. Shout out to you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was a good time. Uh, so check 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 that out when it drops. I don't know. I don't have a date for you. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and then again, I'll mention them. I know we mentioned them at the beginning of this, but uh, two guys we're really excited for: Riley Green. His album comes out September 20th. Yeah. Uh, and then Luke Combs comes out November 8th. Uh, and the one and only we didn't mention Cody Jinx, October fourth. Oh yeah, after the know, fire. Of course, we totally forgot to mention that one earlier. Uh, but when does Sturgill's album come out? I know it's not a country album, but oh, I think it's still. Does worth he have mentioning. a re- Does he have a release date? I didn't think he did yet. I thought it was sometime in October. Really? Hold on. Um, I want to say like October. Like, does he? I don't think he has a Twitter, so. dude. I. But yeah, we we have uh, sound sounds and fury. We have uh, Sturgill Simpson coming out with a new album, so mm-hmm. that'll be. I wonder. I wonder. That'd be cool to see. Uh, like if he's if he's doing rock like rock music now, it'd be kind of cool to see him partner up with Whiskey Myers, do a little yeah. rock collaboration. That'd be mm-hmm. really cool. But yeah. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I'm not. I don't. I don't know where to look for the date. Yeah, I don't think he has a Twitter. I can't find it at least. Um. So. On our Twitter page, uh, it's at uh, old underscore podcast. Or grand old country podcast. Just type that into your search yeah. bar. So we'll try and keep you guys updated this week with uh, new songs coming out Friday. I don't know about anyone who specifically is like planning on releasing a big song or anything like that. But anything comes out, uh, we'll let you guys know right away. Yeah, This will be up probably um, August 12th. We're, we're recording this the day before, so... If we if something happens tomorrow and we didn't cover it on here, we're sorry. So yeah. Um. So I I can't think of anything else that we need to hit on. Um, I got a little suggestion for you guys to check out. Um, you you can throw one out there too. But one we were talking about upcoming guys in country music, and I totally I don't know why I space these guys. They're one of my favorites right now. I've been I can't get enough of them. They're called Crawford and Power. There, if you if you know the band um, uh, Walker McGuire, they were a little poppy. They they split up. This band reminds me a little of them because they're a duo, two guys. But they they have a really traditional, but yet modern sound. If that makes sense, check them out. They he uh, they have like a they're really big on the dobro, so it sounds very very uh, traditional. My song for you to check out is uh, play a Hank Jr. song. That's also the name of their their EP. It's called "Play a Hank Jr. Song." So you you gotta love that right there. And then 
uh, Wild Side and I'd See You are a couple bigger ones off that EP. So check these guys out. Almost everything they've made, I've I've listened to. I listen to consistently. So I think you guys will be very pleased with them. They're not very big yet, but I think they're going to be big here soon. So check them out. Uh, I guess I just want to mention, uh, you know, if you haven't listened to it yet, Whiskey Myers, uh, Bury My Bones, great song. And then I just came across this one again the other day, and it was it's one of my fi- uh, favorite country songs, Young Buck by Ronnie Dunn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you showed that to me, and... That that was never big off that album. Mm-hmm. It was it was damn drunk was the big one off. Yeah, the, it was Ronnie Dunn from Bricks and Dunn went solo and made an album called Tattooed Heart. It it didn't it wasn't very big, but mm-hmm. me and Cole are are really big on that album. So yeah, check check that song out definitely. Yeah, Young Buck. I just had my playlist my big country playlist on shuffle, and I haven't heard that one in a while, and it popped up and well, when it, when it just he, brought me right back to when we first started listening to that when. Uh, yeah, we, high school. Yeah, just hanging out. I remember showing you that. Well, when Ronnie Dunn sings, you just kind of got to stop and listen. Yeah. That dude's got a heck of a voice, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad um, Brooks and Dunn got back together though to make that reboot album. But hey, if Ronnie ever wants to make another solo album, I'm 100 percent for it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a, that was a great album. Um, so yeah, it was a little shorter than we expected. So. That's about where I kind of thought it would be. I, well, I just thought since we missed a week, it'd be a little longer, but um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have anything you ever want us to talk about, something we missed, uh, shoot us a DM or just straight up at us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll respond. We'll respond. Make sure to like, retweet, yeah, share us with anyone. Review our podcast, but only leave positive reviews please uh no you can leave the bad ones let us know what we're doing wrong uh it's it's never bad to hear the bad things uh definitely if you have anything you want us to you know talk about anything we're not talking about thomas red okay we're not doing i'm not talking about i would even mention him earlier oh don't even get me started we're not talking about those guys we're not going we're not going into that now yeah we we're we're here to we're here to promote guys that probably that, that are traditional or probably don't get enough enough uh notice from from country music fans or the radio so that's that's our job before you angered me with mentioning that name uh if you have any ideas for us uh any content you want us to talk about you know real country or any any news we didn't tweet tweet about or or talk about maybe on our podcast add us and we'll make sure to give our opinions and let you guys know what we think about what's going on uh other than that you know thanks for listening hope you guys enjoyed it yeah. Uh, hopefully we see you next week with our with our podcast. Yeah. So, all right, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. The outsiders. The outsiders.